Two Brothers, One Mike is a weekly podcast put together to help motivate and inspire our listeners both mentally and physically in the hopes of helping you be the best you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Two Brothers, One Mike. I'm Joe, and as always, my brother, Coach Tony, is here. Tony. Going on out there, everybody in T-bomb land. Uh, we got our guest back today. I think he's leading the pack right now in terms of uh, the guests that we've had, in terms of appearances that he's made on Two Brothers One Mike. So uh, we'll be talking to him in a second. Joe, how, how you feeling? Uh, oh, this crazy Ohio weather! The allergies are going nuts, and uh, I'm all over the place today. Yeah, I, I know. I witnessed <clears throat> it earlier today uh, when Joe and myself had. I, Joe gave me the opportunity to relive. My past, as I uh, he brought over his uh, his car, uh, it just happens to be the model of car that I used to make uh, in Lordstown, Ohio, and the window wasn't working, and so we got to take the entire guts out of the door and replace everything that goes with that. And uh, and uh, I got to tell you, I had fun doing it. Um, uh, went on my personal Facebook page, and now everybody that I ever worked with from Lordstown, Joe, did you see my personal page? It's blowing up over there. Everybody's all. Uh, yeah, I've about said, I've, the I've fact seen a that, lot of remarks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, so that was actually fun for me today in a weird kind of way. But uh, other than that, I got to witness those sinuses kicking in for you. Is what my point really was um, before. So I know you're not. You're going to only say so much today. Uh, is what your your goal is. But obviously, Joe from the abyss will chime in when he feels necessary, uh, and that's that's fine with me. Um, but nonetheless, he's back the guy who's going to do more talking than Joe today and probably a little more talking than myself. And uh, that is our good friend. And again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ron, the pharmacist, right? He's back. He's, you know, a degree from the university of Toledo in pharmacy and all the stuff that goes with that degree. We introduced him in his, in his first show, you know, an intro with Ron, the pharmacist, which was in season two, if I'm not mistaken, Joe. Uh, and am I right or am I wrong on that? I believe you know, it was, it was I, I want to say it was like mid to to late season two. Yeah. Yes. And, and it was in October of, of 2021. Mm-hmm. And and so, folks, that's when we give his extensive background and his knowledge of this, you know, what our, our topic today is. And that is part three. OK, of pre-workout talking about supplementation and, and, and why he has such an extensive background in that. And. Uh, Joe, what what you're going to include in this one, I'm going to give a brief summary today, but but you're going to include those first two shows. So if someone wants to listen to the entire ensemble, right, that we have on pre-workout, all three shows, they have everything right there at their at their beck and call uh, and a, a ton of information. But we're done talking for a minute here. Ron, the pharmacist, how are you doing today? I'm fantastic, guys. How are you? Good, good. You thought we were going to leave you hanging there for another hour or so, didn't you? Yeah, I was sitting there going, wow, I guess I'm never <laughs> going to get to talk today. I guess, hi, hi I'm Ron. Hi, Ron. <laughs> yeah, and, and so, and so, you know, you know everything about the first two shows that we did, but what I'm going to do real quick uh, is give, oh boy, I, it's probably a long story short too late. Uh, I want to give basically um, uh, a preview, or not a preview, a summary of what we did in the first two shows. But before we do that, all right, before we go there, what I want everybody to do now is sit tight and let's get a message from our sponsor and we'll be right back right after this. Two Brothers One Mike is sponsored by Kitchen Apps, perfectly prepared portions. Hey, Youngstown area listeners, it's Joe from T-Bomb. 
Once again, we're talking about Kitchen Abs, but this time we're talking about their great selection of pancake mixes you can order right from their site. Now, whether you like blueberry cobbler, strawberry shortcake, they even have banana nut bread super cakes. You can rest assured Kitchen Abs has you covered. And maybe you're not a fan of all these flavors or prefer something a little more traditional Then the buttermilk flavored mix would be the perfect fit for your breakfast. The best part about all of this, these mixes are made from scratch with top of the line ingredients that are all nutritionally balanced. And with up to 36 grams of protein per serving, you just can't go wrong. Now, for more information or to place your order, go to kitchenabs.com. That's kitchenabz.com and get started today. Welcome back, everybody. As we, about, <laughs> as we talked about before, I think Ron, the pharmacist, has just taken his pre-workout. And um, <laughs> yeah, about 30 minutes ago, as he, as he claims, is, is, is a good time. It, if you want to know more about everything we talk about, uh, when we talked about season one, we talked about uh, you know, the different types of branched chain amino acids that are in our pre-workouts. Caffeine was a big topic in, uh, in our first episode. Uh, we talked about you know, caffeine substitutes. We talked about who will benefit from it and who it might be detrimental for. We talked about how often we may take it and, and you know, uh, you know, that goes with, you know, like um, habitual caffeine intake, serving sizes, workout intensity and all that other stuff. Uh, we talked about how it affects us if we are intermittent fasters on a fasting day, how you may want to, you know, look at pre-workout in that aspect. Um, if we take it, you know, uh, if we take time away from 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 taking it, how long should we take away, you know, have time away from it? And, and then when we return, how much should we take and why? Who could jump right back into it? Who has to ease back into it? Um, how long do we take it before we work out? And, and factors of that effect, like I just said, Ron, the pharmacist's favorite thing is 30 minutes. So, uh, you know, we talked about specific products we use, uh, some of the side effects we may have to pay attention to uh, with specific products and so on and so forth. Then in the second episode, we talked about hidden caffeine ingredients in your pre-workout. And that's important, folks, how that can be, you know, uh, a possible problem depending on how your body, everybody's different, how your body handles caffeine and so on and so forth. Uh, we discussed uh, vitamin B. And all those components, we discussed vitamin C, the different types, the purposes, and so forth of these vitamins. We talked about several ingredients such as beta-alanine, nitric oxide, L-citrulline, and a few others. There wasn't just those three. We talked about the benefit and how they benefit us in our workouts uh, when it comes to vasodilation and so on and so forth. We talked about how they work together to enhance our performance and then we also talked about, you know, the fact that we can find these components in whole foods and which whole foods we can find them in. So there was so much information there. We we brought up we brought up sleep, and we're going to bring that up again in this show, by the way. Uh, we talked about its relationship to pre-workout, you know, and where its benefits are at. Um, the necessities, you know, for sleep. Uh, Ron, the pharmacist, pointed out that his necessity is much different than my necessity. Uh, so we're going to talk about that probably more in detail today. And, and finally, you know, we discussed with Joe, I basically remember, Joe, we talked about a routine um, that you go through and how you conduct. What's that? Nope. Oh, my throat. Just clearing your throat. Just clearing my throat. throat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about a routine that, that you conduct uh, basically on your workout days. Uh, when you take your pre-workout, you know, when your workouts, I believe you work out later in the morning, uh, what you put in your workout. And so here we are, you know, part three of this particular aspect and, and we go from there. 
Um, so let's get on that journey. Why don't we? Uh, you know, Ron, we talked a lot about what what we're going to talk about in this show today. And some of it's going to sound, you could probably say like a broken record, like I've already heard this, but we're going to get more involved in some of the things we talked about earlier in the first two shows. And then we're also going to add something else at the end of the show today. So before we, you know, get any further here, the first thing, obviously we talked about caffeine in detail um, in in the very first one. And we, we dabbled in it in the second one, but when we talk about our alternatives to pre-workout, so instead of going to the store and buying your pre-workout, what are some of the alternatives that we can do if pre-workout isn't in our budget and if it's just something that people don't want to dabble in? They want to do something that's more you know, easier access to and something that they may use on a daily basis anyway from a, you know, from a, a habitual uh, standpoint. Well, look at it this way. A lot of people don't like pre-workouts for one reason all the different chemicals they put in it. Mm-hmm. Me being one of them too. I'm not a big fan of a lot of things because of, you know, everything is so man-made. Nothing's natural. And granted, I do take a pre-workout. And mm-hmm. for me, it's for me it's beneficial. But somebody who's more holistic, who doesn't want to per se dive into, you know, those type of pre-workouts, yes. they might say, well, I need a little kick in the morning. What should I do? Well, like I said before, caffeine is king. Well, like I told people before on, on the last show, caffeine can be a hidden ingredient in anything that says tea, you know, green tea extract, uh, black tea extract. Well, guess mm-hmm. what? What you could do is if you like tea or even coffee, you know, a cup of coffee, a cup of tea can have anywhere from 30 to 90 milligrams of caffeine per cup per se. Uh, if you, if you want to go a more natural way, and I'm not saying drink three cups of coffee to get, you know, a ton of caffeine that route, uh, yeah. what I used, what I used to do a more natural way, you get two to three black tea bags, you seep it in about, you know, about six ounces to eight ounces of water, mm-hmm. let it sit for about 10, 15 minutes. Boom. you got any, you can have anywhere from, you know, on a lower end, 120 milligrams of caffeine up to say close to 200 milligrams of caffeine just from those three black tea bags. Gotcha. Now it, it, it's a quick rush. It doesn't, it wear, it can wear off quick, but if you're looking for a more natural aspect, you know what I mean? To get a caffeine boost in the morning, you know, drinking some type of tea like that concentrated, whether it's black is usually black and matcha green tea seems to be the most caffeinated, I believe mm-hmm. uh, white, then you have, you know, white tea, then you have green, regular green tea. Any type of tea like that is going to give you a caffeine boost. And like I said, <clears throat> if you're not if you're not the type that wants to dive into a traditional pre-workout because of the chemicals, the additives, the coloring, and all that, just like I said, put a couple tea bags, let it seep for about 10, 15 minutes, and you know what I mean? Go from there yes. and see and see what kind of boost you get. And who knows? You know, some people, you know. Someone would be like, well, I'm going to take an espresso shot. Well, hey, guess what? That's concentrated caffeine, too. I'm not saying go to Starbucks and get a, a triple frappadoppa latte with, you know. <laughs> I thought not, you were going to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say frappadopolis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, frappadopatopolis. Greek coffee, you know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah, and, you know, with three espresso shots in it. But still, it's, a, it's an easy way to get caffeine. Tea is good for you. Tea is natural. There's usually no garbage in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you can't go wrong with that. And 
kind of to piggyback on that, something you'd said at the beginning, sleep. The number yes. one thing to help you naturally for a pre-workout is adequate sleep. Yes. Because it doesn't matter if you don't have adequate sleep before a workout. It doesn't matter how much caffeine you intake. It doesn't matter what pre-workout you take. You are still going to feel like garbage. Yes. So sleep is the number one thing you want. And pre-workout is just going to add to that if you get adequate sleep. If, you, if you're rested well, you wake up, you already feel good. Now you're going to add the caffeine to it. Boom, you've just got that extra jump. But if you're yes. feeling like hot, if you're feeling like hot garbage in the morning because you didn't sleep, well, guess what? That caffeine it, it's just gonna just it's gonna make you you're still gonna drag. You know, so <laughs> sleep is the key. Yeah, I, I try to explain to people when they say they were tired, they only slept four hours and they drank three cups of four cups, five cups of coffee, but all they do now, all they feel now is tired and jittery. And, you know, yeah. you try to explain to them that not getting the adequate, adequate, you know, sleep is, is the reason why you're feeling the way you're feeling. And what you're doing right now is not doing you any justice whatsoever. Um, no. And to piggyback on top of that is just your diet, too. You yeah. know, if you have a if you're a clean eater, which I'm not going to say that I am, per se, <laughs> but if you're a clean eater and you eat a healthy meal, you know, even if you eat a late meal, but it's healthy. It's better than eating, you know, a Snickers or, gar you know, some type of garbage before you go to bed. Because a lot of times taking in the extended sugar, taking in, you know, uh, carbs, non-essential non carbohydrates, anything yes. like that before you go to bed, that's going to make you drag in the morning. It's going to make you feel awful. So, Which sounds clean, just, you, uh, yeah, it, it, your last meal of the day to help with your sleep, to help with your pre-workout, just to help with your overall you know, well-being for the next morning, your last meal of the day, even if you ate a little bad during the day, you know, make your last meal of the day the cleanest meal you're going to eat because you'll definitely feel better when you wake up. And, we, and, we, and if, you know, people, everybody out there who listens to the show uh, religiously, so to speak, uh, and Joe, you can vouch for this also, we've talked about, um, uh, I know it was in an intermittent fasting show or uh, possibly the ketogenic diet show. We talked about how to start your fast and how to eat clean and what type of clean foods we were talking about heading into the evening and why when you eat so many different bad carbohydrates, why it takes your body so much longer to recover from that the damage that you're doing to it to get your body to get to that stage where you want it to be at, where digestion has taken place and your body can work on itself in so many other places besides digestion. So, so uh, what Ron, the pharmacist is saying there just kind of coincides with all those shows we talked about when it comes to how to eat before you go to bed and so on and so forth. Um, if I could just add this real quick, you know, when you talked about, you know, the coffee, just to give you guys out there some numbers, on average, an eight ounce cup of black coffee on average is about 95 milligrams of caffeine. So if you have three small cups or three eight ounce cups, uh, you're looking at close to 300 milligrams of caffeine, which is by no means bad. OK, I don't know how many people have an opportunity to drink three eight ounce cups of black coffee before they're going to work out. Uh, so that that you know, there's that uh, if you're talking about black tea. Uh, I know that eight ounces of black tea is about on average 45 to 40, 47 or 48 milligrams of caffeine. So, uh, you know, Ron, when you're talking about 
putting in three tea bags and a six or eight ounce cup of water, I'm assuming that one tea bag is the uh, equal of 30 milligrams of caffeine, so to speak, or four, or maybe even more than that. Yeah, it can range, depending on the tea, it can range from 30 to 90 milligrams of caffeine per tea gotcha. bag. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So, okay. So, so if you, like I said, if you put three in there and you concentrate it, you know, <laughs> you're going to get a rush quick. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and that's, that's even more so on an empty stomach. And we've talked about that. Uh, Joe actually had a question about that uh, in the last episode of pre-workout and uh, part two. So there's that when it comes to sleep, this is a question that people have asked me, and this is the answer that I give them. And then of course, um, uh, Ron, by all means, if you want to jump in. So people will tell me I work out in the morning, I get adequate, adequate, you know, adequate sleep. And so when I wake up in the morning, um, I'm, you know, good to go. I do what I have to do. And then I, I do my workout. Some people say I don't work out until four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And so at that point, I'm starting to get a little tired. How do I go about doing that? This is my own opinion. Okay. A nap is good for you. Everybody thinks taking a nap is bad. A nap is bad when you take a two-hour nap in the afternoon, two-and-a-half-hour nap in the afternoon. Some people tell me, well, I take three-hour naps from two to five. I have no idea, first of all, how you do that. I have way too much to do in order to be able to take that kind of nap. But but it's not good because you've allowed yourself to get deep into the cycles and stages of sleep. And once your body drops into that deep sleep, coming out of it, I mean, you want to talk about feeling like a zombie. Uh, when you talk about a nap, we're talking about folks, a 20 to 30 minute nap, 20 to 30 minute nap could do so much improving alertness. It helps you with your reaction time. It helps you even with coordination, all part of having a better workout. Now, I don't mean wake up for your, from your nap and go straight into plyo jacks, uh, and overhead presses. Obviously there is a recovery time of about 30 minutes. Uh, take your pre-workout. Ron, the pharmacist, was just talking about how pre-workout works out so much better from a rested body sta- uh, standpoint. So take your pre-workout, wake up, feel feel refreshed, then get after your workout. You'd be amazed at how that will help you, that 30-minute nap, if you're somebody who works out later in the afternoon because of scheduling conflicts or somebody who just gets a better Feels like they get a better. The studies will show you that working out in the morning is more beneficial than working out in the afternoon. Well, some of us just don't have that time to work out in the morning. So you work out in the afternoon and that's fine. Okay. But taking that 30 minute nap and, and following that procedure I just talked about can do great benefits for you in terms of getting an effective workout in with your pre workout and a nap all combined together. Ron, what's your thoughts on that? I agree with everything you said. So. A two to three hour nap. Yeah. Uh, I have a, what's called a J-O-B, a job. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know when, who's taking a two to three hour nap in the middle of the day. Yeah. If, if they're working a full schedule. So, hey, if you can, yeah, I'll salute to you. But you're going to feel like hot garbage. Yeah. But like what Tony said, 20 minutes, half hour. You know, think about when you're, think of any, any point in your life. Everybody had called it a cat nap quick nap you feel totally rejuvenated yes so i totally agree with that but if you start taking long naps you're actually going to feel worse you're actually going to feel lazier so yeah no way yeah not only that (laughs) then then what happens though and i try to explain this to people out there listeners you you take that long nap and then you find yourself 
sitting up at night, staring at the ceiling at one o'clock in the morning. Uh, so your, your body sleeping cycle, this is, you know, we talk about working in, in, in our show sleep. Um, I can't remember the exact title, Joe, what was the exact title of that show? Uh, when we talked about sleep, do you remember? No, I, I just know it had sleep in the title. In fact, mm-hmm. I, it was included in the last in, in the last episodes. So if they listen to pre-workout too, they'll find uh, part two. Oh, no, no, yeah, our, our last, well, I'm sorry, it would be two episodes ago. Yes. I have the, the link to it because we, we had spoken about it and you said to, uh, you know, maybe. Yeah, but we in. talk, yeah, we talk about the fact that, you know, people that work the midnight shift and I did it for approximately seven years. And I'm going to tell you, I've never, I, I, I have been off that for seven years and I'll never go back. I don't care how much extra money you're paying me. It literally was a nightmare. I didn't know if I was coming or going. Uh, it, it was it, it was crazy. I, I was up uh, I, I, like a zombie at night, and then mm-hmm. uh, you know in in the day I, I was taking naps all day long, and it was just a complete nightmare. So your body's not you're not your body's not made to function at night. It's not, and and the nap uh, is an essential tool tool to use in this process when it comes to pre-workout and uh, being well-rested and rejuvenated and ready to go. So, I mean, as far as other options, if you're not taking pre-workout, you know, when we talk about sleep, we talk about uh, clean eating, we talk about um, uh, the different types of of caffeine intake with black tea, green tea, coffee. Uh, Is there anything else as far as that goes uh, that we want to add to this, you know, this part of the show, Ron? Well, going a natural route, like I said, you could uh, a week pre-workout is, you know, B vitamins are still good to give you a boost. You know what I mean? But they're, they run out of gas quick. They're water soluble. Your body gets used to it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I talked about that on a past show. Now, yes. when you, when you see those five hour energy drinks, you know, mm-hmm. like the little, the little shots, those actually aren't too bad. You know what I mean? All it is uh-huh. is B vitamins. It's concentrated B vitamins. Boom. You know, I, you know, when I'm on the road a lot, you know, whether it's on the motorcycle traveling or going on vacation, I get my truck and go somewhere. If I feel I'm dragging a little bit, instead of grabbing a pop or something like that, sometimes I'll pop one of those and man, you're, you're good for four to five hours. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And, and, but that, that wouldn't be a daily thing. That would be a here and there thing. Right. You know what I mean? uh, yeah. Uh, an emergency go-to, uh, so yes. to speak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, and, and like I said, it's just B vitamins. They're water soluble. They're not, you're not going to OD on them. You can't really hurt yourself on them. Whatever your body can absorb, you're just going to you're just going to urinate out. So it doesn't matter. I got you. And and that being said, there's one other thing that I want to talk about today. Um, and what is probably a shorter show? Well, maybe not. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we don't have a time limit, so I don't know where this will go as far as this last concept is concerned. Uh, but there's one other um, chemical I want to talk about, and it's something that I feel uh, two things. One, that you're, you know you need to pay attention to, and two, that, that Ron the pharmacist will have a lot more insight on than myself. Uh, and so that substance, now I'm going to try and pronounce this, and Ron the pharmacist, you're going to tell me how close I come to pronouncing this the correct way, all right? And the substance is called 13 Dimethylamine, dimethylamine. How close was I there? Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, well, you, you go ahead and you say it. Yeah, I, I would probably say it the same way you're saying it. <laughs> okay, di- dimethylamine, and yeah, uh, it's it's also known 
It's also known as DMAA. That's the, you know, the short acronym form of it. And, you know, now I've been looking at this, this particular substance for a couple years now. And what I find strange is I, I see a lot of studies on it. I don't see it a whole lot in the pre-workout ingredients. Um, but the way the studies make it sound, and I've looked back as far as 10 years, uh, five years, three years. And it's always, it's always that this is something that is extremely dangerous, but I think I understand why. Uh, and, and obviously I want you to, to give everybody more insight on what exactly is DMAA. It, it's basically, it's, it's a nasal decongestant. Okay. So people, you know, take Sudafed when they're congested mm-hmm. back in the day, back in the day, people took ephedra if they're congested or bronchate okay. or, products like that and uh it's a it's a very it is a powerful stimulant you know they actually ephedra was actually you know they you could still get you know the active ingredient I, I think the one active the one the one product that still has ephedra in it is uh uh you have to sign for it in the pharmacy it's called bronchate and so it's, it's also nasal- it's also nasal decongestant Yes, and yeah. but here's the deal though: the, the when you have to come to the pharmacy, like it's signed for Sudafed, which is like I said, it's a nasal decongestant. It's ac- actually considered a Schedule Five narcotic. You have to show your ID to buy it, and the reason being is because for a while, well, it's been years now. What was happening is athletes realized, oh, this stuff is great. It, it's a vasodilator, increases my heart rate. It was basically like it was basically like caffeine on steroids. Okay. But the pro but the problem was what was happening was, you know, people were taking more than they were supposed to. This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. You know, doing d- doing hit training on it, and guess what? Their heart would just give up. They would have a yeah. heart attack because your your increased heart rate. You know, say you're doing sprints, and say your heart rate's 130. Yeah. Now picture now picture you're not doing sprints. And you're just walking around, but your heart rate's still 130. Well, you're going to feel that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it in the in the past, it caused all kinds of issues. So the product that you brought up, the products I'm talking about, some things that are still available, you know what I mean? They're yeah. all stimulants, but they're all, you know, minus using it for some, you know, using it medically, there is no point whatsoever to take a risk of using it as, in, like you said, a DMAA, you know, yeah. if you find products that have that in it, you know, I would stay, I would stay clear of it because you don't know what it's going to do to you. And like I said, it might shoot your heart. You might feel good on it, but the long-term effects of it are all bad. Yeah. And, and I actually saw a couple studies where they refer to it as the equivalent equivalent of uh, amphetamines. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's it, going to have, it's going to have an amphetamine effect, increased heart rate, in, increase attention like those anything that has a stimulant effect is going to do that but some of them are going to have them to a higher extent so the the world the world uh doping association or the doping agency has banned this substance dm uh dimethyl dimethylamelamine okay excuse me folks for not being able to pronounce it exactly the way i'm supposed to but what we see happening in joe we just did a show uh, last week about the, uh, uh, not fraud, but you could, you, you, you can call it that to a certain extent, but about the different types of, uh, poor, um, attempts 
uh, by the fitness and, and supplement industry to get their products and their services out to people by basically lying uh, and acting like they're not lying about what it is they're trying to sell to us, okay? Uh, and and I, as, I, as I told everybody, you and I are part of this particular industry, so it's what irritates us more than anything. Uh, but when we talk about this, when we talk about this, this particular uh, product, this not particular ingredient, I should say, ladies and gentlemen, with DMAA is disguised on your pre-workout. And it's been given, uh, Ron, it's been given several different names like um, uh, methylhexenamine uh, yeah. is, one, is one name that is given. Uh, I believe the other one is uh, gerenamine or gerenamine, uh, which is basically a product of geranium oil. Have you ever heard of that before? I have. I don't know that much about that one because it's you rarely see it. So that one I'm not that familiar with, but the other ones that you're talking about I'm more familiar with. Yeah, and and here's the thing: uh, geranium oil is uh, is an acceptable product. Uh, it's accepted, and so, uh, but because it has the same basic, basically the same chemical makeup, the same chemical or similar chemical make, uh, chem- Ugh, I can't talk today, a similar chemical makeup as DMAA, they disguise it as that on the bottle, even though what they're putting in there is indeed dimethylamelamine, dimeth- dimethylamelamine. I'm glad I don't have to say this every day. Dimethyl Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, and so, because of that, with DMAA, make it easier on everybody. Because of that, these are the things that we're talking about last week, Joe. That indeed are a problem because basically people are being misled, uh, so to speak. And you're purchasing things, products and services, and the products you're purchasing are, there's a disguise on there, even when they are putting in those substitute names for caffeine. Now, somebody who is, you know, has allergic reactions to caffeine doesn't realize when they're seeing other things like green tea extract, hundred milligrams, and the product already has 250 milligrams of caffeine, that's actually 350 milligrams of caffeine. So things like this, this is the problem that I have with the supplement industry. Uh, is the the um, almighty dollar becoming more important rather than people's health? And here's the biggest problem. You know, I, and some of the studies I'm looking at, Ron, 25 milligrams of DMAA, no problem, okay? But do we stick to the directions? You have guys that say, well, I'm, I'm 6'2", 245 pounds and 25 milligrams, I'm going to triple that. And they take 75 milligrams, and I'm going to take my pre-workout twice a day. Now they're taking 150 milligrams of DMAA a day. And so this is where the problem becomes exponential. And this is where you have so many problems, which leads to things like with ephedra and hydroxy cut and with DMAA and what you were talking about with people's heart rates being elevated for long periods of time and possibly having a stroke or a heart attack right there on the playing field or in the, on the weight room in the workout center. Right. I mean, that, yep. that is a problem. Exactly. Exactly. Just and you have the guys have that, you know, and, you know, athletes, most athletes, I would say, you know, they're going to have everybody has an ego and thinks they can. Well, it's not going to affect me. You know, I could do it. Well, you may be in your mind. You think you can handle it, but your body's going to tell you otherwise. So yeah. that's why there. That's why there's always recommended servings on everything. There's a reason for that. It's for your safety. You know, and if you go beyond that, well, it's kind of you're on your own with it now. Yeah. 
And so, you know, there's that. But, and that basically wraps up the three-part episode of pre-workout. Now, did we talk about everything and anything in the world when it comes to pre-workout? No, there's some things we didn't talk about. And and, and so here's what I I feel will happen is naturally, it will happen naturally. As we continue on in this journey uh, within, you know, the process of supplementation, the goods, the bads, the benefits, the people that should be taking these things, the people that shouldn't be taking those things, we're going to run into other things that are going to, you know, kind of pop up the exclamation mark over our head. And we're going to say, Hey folks, remember when we talked about this on pre-workout, this is another thing you need to be looking at, which is a great reason to follow the journey on this show, because then those who have listened to these three you know, pre-workout shows, it kind of rings a bell for you as well, because you've already listened to the show. So, you know, what we're talking about, but obviously if not, you can always go back and listen to the pre-workout shows. Um, again, Joe's going to include the first two episodes with pre-workout in this one. And we, Folks, listen, you guys ask questions all the time. I get 15 to 20 questions a day. I'm not lying to you via messenger, via text, via phone call, uh, in person, and you're asking me questions. And a lot of times, maybe 25, 30% of the time, it's about, it's about supplementation. It's about pre-workout. Folks, we are giving you an avenue. If you truly want to know about pre-workout, here it is. Listen to the shows, listen to the episodes, get the knowledge, and then ask us some questions. It's that simple. It really is. And we can make another show all about whatever your question might be that it, we did not tackle in these, you know, these three episodes. So do that. Ron, is there anything you want to add at the end here as far as pre-workout is concerned uh, before, we, before we take this show off into the abyss? No, no. We, I, we've covered the basics, the basics yeah. of everything pretty much. Yeah. Now, in a month, Hey, stuff changes. Things like this change all the time. It, it, yeah. it, it constantly moving, moving, moving. They're trying to find better, better, better. In a month, there might be a new product out that blows everything out of the water. It's completely safe and no issues. You know, it's so this is, you know, this is an ongoing thing, you know, and pre-workouts might come up again. You know, they might find studies on some, you know, something that's a natural substance from some fruit. You never know that. Oh, well, you can eat this piece of fruit and it's the best pre-workout ever. You never know what's going to come around the corner. So this is, this is forever evolving. So pre-workouts are redone. No, it'll come up again. So the pre-workout journey is not done. However, the show is just about done, but Joe, what's the summary uh, of next week's show? What are we talking about? So next week we dive into body types. Tony, by all means, please take this away. (laughs) <laughs> Folks, if you could see how many times we edited the summary of this show just now, you would laugh. Uh, Joe is definitely under the weather. And I, I, you know what I think we should do before I get into this real quick? We, we have to do. Can you keep the outtakes like of, of our shows uh, or do you have you do you just erase them? What do you do with those? Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't well, nah, I typically I get no, they're they're saved. They're all saved in the, in uh, the we gotta figure out how we can they're actually do it. Yeah. yeah. That would be something yeah, that the, we can do for sure. Yeah, the bloop you have the blooper show. Yeah, the blooper show for sure. But nonetheless, I'm gonna take it away because those allergies are definitely getting to Joe right now. Uh, what supplements are you taking right now? Are you taking any pre workout? What are you Allegra you take and Flonase and <laughs> take some Sudafed. So that being said, Joe said something about diving into body types. So what he's talking about there, ladies and gentlemen, which is next week's show is endomorph 
ectomorph and mesomorph. And so I'm not going to get into detail here uh, in the summary of this show, but it's three different types of body types. All right. And, and what we're talking about here is people who, if you're, if we want to, if we want to break it down into layman's terms, we're talking about people you, when you directly look at them, you say, wow, that, that person's skinny while that person is muscular and while that person is extremely heavy or somewhat heavy or very heavy or however you want to put it, however you want to put it. And then there's in between. And we, we're going to talk about the body types. So we're going to talk about how or we're going to begin to talk about, I should say, we're going to talk about how you can attack that in order to either gain lean muscle tissue, lose body fat somewhere in between doing both. Okay. And you know, what, what it is about an ectomorph that makes it harder for them to gain weight, what it is about an endomorph that makes it harder for them to lose weight, what it is about a mesomorph, why their genetics are somewhat what they consider sometimes superior, uh, and, and, what, and what, what, do they, you know, what do they do where they fall in the middle of the spectrum in order to keep off the body fat, but continue to gain lean muscle tissue. So we're going to talk all about that in that show next week. I think it's going to be a good show. You're going to be able to, our listeners out there, you're going to be able to tie that into what you are uh, based on what it is that we're talking about. And then we're going to have separate shows for each body type. So we'll have a show just talking about ectomorph, a show just talking about endomorph, and a show just talking about mesomorph, where you can listen in on that and maybe get some pointers on how you can use that for exercise and nutrition to be the best you. That's all next week's show. All right. Well, until then, I want to remind all of you, be sure to give us a review on your favorite podcast service. Also, if you're on Anchor and have any questions, comments, thoughts, or opinions, you can leave us a voice message via the link in this episode's description. And finally, remember to join us each week as we release new episodes every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. On behalf of Coach Tony, Ron, the pharmacist, and myself, thanks for listening. Hey, everybody, be the best you. Don't forget pre-workout, pre-workout part two, and pre-workout part three. All of it in this show and the two shows that Joe has in the podcast description. Listen in and understand the benefits and some of the things that are not so good about pre-workout and make a determination on whether or not it can make you the best you. Take care, everybody. Have a good one.